0: Find out how this sunglasses brand is able to double their targets for Black Friday this year. Do stay tuned. Get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. do inbound marketing strategies,
1: how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have... An account process, interrupt, checkout, at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one: is your average order value
0: times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kunee Campbell. L-l-l-l-l- let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Klaviyo, the game-changing email automation tool. Period. Clavio is running a docu-series. It's a video docu-series called Beyond Black Friday. And if you are figuring out how to generate sales beyond Black Friday, well, you have to head over to Clavio.com, check out their resources section, and it's the first thing you're going to see. Basically, they are um, interviewing and actually getting into the offices of 12 best-in-class e-commerce businesses in 12 episodes and um, they want to find out how they keep the momentum of sales going throughout you know all 12 months of the year Um, it's it's a super interesting um, you know series the first one's out already it's with the shorts brand called chubbies i would implore you to go and check it out Welcome, 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 everybody to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kunne Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail, not to the enterprise, neither at um, the micro retail level. This show is geared to helping mid-tier online retailers looking to scale by 2X, 3X, or even 10X uh, metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers' traffic, and ultimately sales. Um um, what I do is I try and get subject matter experts who have the experience, who've, you know, been in the trenches and who can offer you guys insights to growing these metrics. On today's show, I have with me Richard crawley Koski. He is the e-commerce manager of Sonsky. They're a sunglasses brand based out in San Francisco Bay. They're an affordable, luxury, direct-to-consumer sunglasses brand. And um, they had a fantastic Black Friday. So the, the shows you're going to be listening to this week um, are all going to be dedicated to Black Friday success. And what really is interesting with Sonski's story is the fact that they were able to use email marketing and Facebook to the maximum to drive revenues by 50% year on year as compared to last Black Friday. Now, most of you listening, some of you listening um, know it's a challenge. You know, there are a lot of brands I've come across that were happy to get a 10% increase in, in you know, year-on-year increase in revenue. Um, so Richard is here to share, um, you know, Sonski's, um, you know, um, experience of this Black Friday in 2018 and a lot more. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Rich to the show. Welcome,
1: Rich. Hey, thanks for having me, Kunle.
0: Fantastic. Awesome. Okay, um, let's get um let's get started with um you um you know with, with you introducing yourself, probably not doing you sufficient justice, as well as Sunsky the brand.
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, as you mentioned, my name is Rich Kolakowski. I am the e-commerce manager here at Sunsky. Um, as a you know small team of ten people, there are a lot of responsibilities that kind of fall under my umbrella. Uh, among those are all of our email marketing, digital marketing, and affiliate marketing channels. So, pretty much all the different digital touch points through the customer journey, whether it's new customer acquisition, um, existing customer nurturing, or loyalty campaigns. So everything kind of rolled up to me um, and I have uh, helped the team uh, here, um, you know, kind of formulate our strategy and our plan for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. SunSki uh, is a, uh, as you said, a affordable, uh, lightweight, polarized sunglass option in a world where um, most people are used to spending a couple hundred dollars on, um, you know, luxury, uh, stylish sunglasses. So we're really trying to disrupt the space and provide a, a affordable, uh, options for people in the polarized sunglass world.
0: Awesome. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, so your, you you joined Sonsky about twelve months ago, um, which was like last Black Friday and your remit this year was to increase revenue by revenues by um Black Friday revenues by 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 by, by what? By by what percent was by what percent?
1: Uh yeah, so um pivoting off of what we did uh for Black Friday in two thousand seventeen, we kind of went into that with minimal strategy and um, you know very minimal planning and we actually saw some pretty good success for what we were able to throw together in about a week or two's time in 2017. Um, but we knew that um, with me kind of coming to the table with a little bit more experience in the e-commerce world we had some high expectations for growth coming into 2018. So this year our goal was to uh, exceed uh, the previous year's revenue by about 25, thirty percent. And we were able to not only accomplish that goal, but drive things, um, and 50% growth, uh, year over year.
0: Oh, fantastic. You, you doubled your, um, your, the the expectations, your, your goals. Okay. So let's flesh out, um, you know, um, you know, your black Friday strategy. Um, when did you start planning out, um, you know, the plan, um, when you start planning out black Friday, you know, um, the actions and, um, you know, your, your, your line of action.
1: Yeah, so um, as a you know, sunglass brand that relies pretty heavily on, on seasonality, obviously summer is uh, a pretty prime season for us since uh, the sun's out and people are out there enjoying the outdoors and, and needing sunglasses. Um, summer is definitely a, a very busy time of the year for us, but as we um, kind of wind down summer and, and enter August, uh, we know that things are going to calm down pretty significantly for us. and September, October, and then the beginning of November. So we knew we had the opportunity to really kind of take advantage of that flow time and build out a really um, cohesive strategy that spoke to different types of customers, their different touch points. So the uh, first uh, original you know, kind of concepts of the strategy began um, with myself in about mid August while we were wind- winding things down for the summer. Um, once we were able to Wrap up the summer season and essentially just debrief on everything that we learned, some of the pain points that we ran into, and kind of take all those learnings and um, figure out what we wanted to do for uh, Black Friday. We really started the uh, intense uh, strategizing in September, um, which gave us pretty much a whole month to kind of make sure that we considered all the touch points and uh, opportunities that we had to communicate with our. Um, existing customers or um, even uh, people who are on our list that had not become customers yet so once uh, October rolled around that was really when the the rubber hit the road from an execution standpoint um, so the team started um, you know writing copy and um, designing all of our email creative and our uh, our digital advertising creative um, and then we pretty much used that like first two weeks of November just to kind of set everything up and, and just kind of really runs through the entire uh, strategy to make sure that everything was considered and there were, you know, very minimal um, fall off opportunities through, through the funnel.
0: Yeah. So obviously, you know, like, you know, I, I, did, I can imagine that um, in your business as with, you know, many other businesses, your email list is your heart and soul um, when it comes to marketing. Um, what are the channels were in your radar um, for the Black Friday plan?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, for for Black Friday, um, we knew that there were a a lot of different touch points that we had at our disposal um, to really drive this promotion. But we knew that there were a couple that, you know, kind of rose to the top of up. Uh, In regards to opportunities, so uh, you know, just generally speaking, email and Facebook advertising are our big drivers in just monthly revenue. We knew that they were going to be very instrumental in the success of our our Black Friday promotion. So we knew that we, you know, we really tried to um, work smart, work smart, and um, and rather than hard uh, with the opportunities that we had, and we, you know, we really propped up those those main drivers. Um, but we didn't neglect our our other channels like affiliate marketing, which um, has been really huge in helping us get our brand and our product in front of new people and really drive new customer acquisition.
0: Interesting, very, 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 very interesting. So, um, what what was the plan in September, and and how how did you execute on it?
1: Uh, yeah. So uh, one of the 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 big challenges that the team proposed to me when I started the company was uh, we had been running a lot of uh, promotions throughout the year for you know every holiday on the calendar whether it was Father's Day Flag Day Veterans Day whatever we were we were sending out emails and, and really um, you know uh, kind of uh, taking away from the integrity of our product and our price points so um, going into 2018 we knew we wanted to scale back our promotions pretty significantly um, so um, to kind of set ourselves up for success for Black Friday. So we knew that if we had been running promotions all throughout the year, that once Black Friday rolled around, it wouldn't have been that great of a deal um, to the people who had access to everything throughout the year. So we really pulled be- pulled on the reins and um, our promotion strategy in 2018, and essentially just doubled down on the opportunity that Black Friday presented. So um, when you know push came to shove in September and we started planning, we knew that, uh, we were going to be offering our our largest discount of the year, so we knew we kind of had that as a, a, a selling point of the campaign. And we, you know, essentially just sat in a room with a whiteboard and just kind of etched out all of the different touch points and how people were going to be interacting with our ads and our website, and then receiving emails after the fact, and just try to make sure that we understood the entire flow. That every potential customer might go through, um, and how they are interacting with our brand, and then hopefully getting through to that checkout point where they were becoming either new or return customers. So, it's just a matter a matter of just kind of putting yourself in the customer's shoes um, and just trying to engage with the experience um, as thoroughly as possible, just to make sure that. The messaging was cohesive and it kind of built off each other and it just kind of chauffeured people through the process of uh, engaging with our product and and hopefully becoming a, a newer return customer.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Um, so from from an email, you know, um, actually let's start let's start out with Facebook. Um so um what did you what was the Facebook plan, the Facebook marketing plan, just in in summary?
1: So yeah, I mean, we essentially, like I said, we since we had um, put really strong limitations on the amount of discounts that we wanted to offer through the year, mm-hmm. we kind of use Facebook as a testing ground um, leading up to Black Friday mm-hmm. just to explore new potential audiences, new creative formats, different copy variations, and just use kind of the entire year as a testing ground for um, how people were engaging with our our ads, um, both at the, the top of the funnel through prospecting campaigns, and then also in that mid-funnel area with our remarketing campaigns. So um, we essentially were kind of inadvertently planning for this all year, just through pretty diligent testing um, uh, with all the different opportunities that we have in advertising through Facebook. So um, when it came to you know planning everything out for Black Friday, we had a good idea of who we wanted to talk to and what kind of creative and um, format we wanted to talk to them in.
0: Okay, so what, what offer did you arrive at um, for, for, for Black Friday, for the Black Friday um, week?
1: So we um, were kind of, you know, just taking a look back at what we did in 2017, what some other brands in our space had done in 2017 and, um, you know, the information that we had available on just kind of like historical promotions that have been out there in our space. And we, you know, we knew that there were going to be brands out there that were going to be offering just outrageous discounts, anywhere between fifty-five and seventy-five percent off. Um, but we knew that we had a, you know, we're a really strong product, and we have a really, um, you know, great message, and and, and uh, um, that we're trying to get across. So we knew we didn't want to go too deep on the discount and really tarnish our our price credibility. Um, and we wanted to let people know that they were getting a quality. Quality product, so um, we knew we didn't want to discount too high, and um, kind of you know introduce our, our awesome product to new people in a way that made them um, question how how much quality really went into the design and process of of designing our sunglasses. So we landed on a thirty five percent discount, which was the highest discount that we ran all year, and we're really hoping that between um, our strategic messaging and marketing touch points that we w- would um, be able to. To really resonate that that promotion with uh, all of the the people in our, our platform
0: how did it compare to last year's black friday offer
1: uh last year's black friday offer was actually the same um, but it had a, a couple of additional moving parts that made things a little difficult mm-hmm. um, we also did a um, a um a different promotion or we layered in additional promotions um, for cyber monday um, mm-hmm. Which made things a little bit more difficult okay, on our end right. when it came to execution, mm-hmm. and um, and I think it also kind of convoluted our message a little bit and made mm-hmm. things a little confusing to our customers. You know, we're changing promotions or discounts, you know, mid Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and um, not really taking into consideration. Um, how confusing that might be for people so yeah. we decided just to kind of make things simple make things easy we're selling sunglasses we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here so we just kept it at 35% off throughout the black friday cyber monday and you know the cyber week period
0: uh, and it worked you know if it's a split test you know both um, you know both both, both both you know both black fridays this black friday you know evidently worked you're 50% over you know your numbers from last year Okay, so, um, with regards to the plan, um the email marketing plan, um because email is like super email on Facebook is super important, you know for Black Friday you know um execution, um, did you do um campaigns? did you do flows? what what did what did the inner workings of your email campaign look like?
1: Yeah, so um the the campaign relied very heavily. Um, Well, the promo, I I should say, relied very heavily on our our email campaigns that we sent to um, different audience segments that we created throughout the year. Um, Essentially, it broke down to three segments. We had um, members of our rewards and loyalty program um, that we call Club Sunski that we knew we wanted to um, give specific messaging to just to kind of, you know, thank them for their service and for being a part of our, our community and helping us, you know, kind of get to where we were in the year. And we also had you know, a very VIP um, tiered segment of people who had spent you know, more than, I think it was like $150 or placed multiple orders in their lifetime that we wanted to, again, give a specific uh, message to and kind of cater that campaign around them.
0: These are all segments in Clavio, in right? In in Clavio?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were able to use Clavio to uh, build out these segments with all the different integration touch points through our platforms. Uh, And then we just had our general promotion list that we essentially have been building over the last couple years and continue to build um, throughout this year. Um, So it really came down to like 3 main segments that we use for our our campaign strategy. Um, And then through that, we knew we had some automated flows that are pretty significant in driving revenue throughout the year. Um, Specifically, our abandoned cart flow and our welcome series flow, which we send out to uh, new customers. So... We knew that, um, you know, just generally speaking, an uh, off promo period, the, those particular flows um, receive high engagement and pretty high conversion. So we knew we had an opportunity to inject some of this promotion and our messaging uh, around the, the campaign into these particular flows just to kind of keep that message really coherent and cohesive and really tight. So everyone, you know, kind of felt like they were in this. You know they were riding away with us for the most part, and we kind of kept things really on point and clear and concise, and we able to um, you know drive some return customers um, within that promo period. So we saw some good success in getting new customers and then using those campaigns to get them to make a repeat purchase within a couple of days of their first transaction.
0: Amazing, amazing. I like the fact that um you know you 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 sent out the you know the pre-sale or the pre. Um the well you sent out you know um, an, uh, a prime op- you sent up three days prior or a few days prior you, you sent out um, to your VIP customers you know um early access to, to 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 the offer to the promotion and, and that was taken up quite well. Um, so um, what, in terms of like timing um, how how did you know the the campaigns you know look like um, what 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 how did you sort of time them out?
1: Yeah, so essentially, we had about seven email campaigns that we sent out through the Black Friday Cyber Week period, um, and we also knew that you know everyone who is trying to sell something online is also sending emails out during Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So we knew there was going to be a lot of competition and a lot of noise and really full inboxes uh, across the board. So um, we wanted to kind of get ahead of the curve in, in, in that sense, and we sent out a couple of. Uh, kind of um, warm up emails prior to Black Friday um, to all of our lists, just introducing the fact that we were going to be throwing a huge promo. Um, it would be the biggest of the year. And we just really wanted to warm people up um, before they were um, bombarded with all these offers and opportunities um, you know, on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Um, and, you know, and the fact that we're selling sunglasses in November at around a $50 price point. And Black Friday is typically the time where people are trying to buy that TV or that iPad or that gaming system. Um, we knew that we had a very limited window to really um, engage with people and, and get them to our site to purchase during uh, this period. So we wanted to you know, get ahead of that and um, introduce people to this uh, as early as possible. So we sent out our first campaign email three days prior to the kickoff of the promotion, just letting people know that something big was coming. We didn't want to give them too much information, um, but we just wanted to really warm up to the fact that we we're going to be uh, throwing our, our biggest promotion of the year. And then we also sent out a 24 hour reminder the day before things kicked off, just letting people know that you know at the, the stroke of midnight that we were going to be uh, rolling out this huge promo and just trying to make sure that everyone had this information and was uh, able to convert and ready to convert when uh, we flipped the switch. And like, as I said, we had uh, these VIP and Club Sunski segments that we had built out um, that we wanted to give a little bit of a special treatment to. So, we um, uh, rolled out the discount to those particular segments uh, a day earlier, uh, Thursday before Black Friday. And, you know, just kind of use that as an opportunity to thank these people for being a part of our club or for being loyal customers. And we gave them access to this really steep discount um, before the general public. Um, had the opportunity to take advantage of both the discount and our stocked up inventory, so we you know really try to give a little bit of a spe- special treatment to these particular segments and give them the opportunity to get exactly what they wanted before the the general public
0: yeah uh, not many brands, not many people do that, and um you know that that in itself because their propensity to spend you know um both from a average order value and a, you know, um, and a repeat per- and a frequency, you know, perspective is, you know, much higher to the rest of the database. So, yeah, that was, and they felt special, you know, they, they felt special on the Thursday prior that um, they had access before you know, the rest of the list. So, interesting, really, really good stuff. Yeah. And then, um, what were you What kind of metrics did you see in the email flows that you set up? Because um, you mentioned that you made adjustments to your um, your abandoned cart. Um, what kind of adjust- adjustments did you make to your abandoned cart? Um, you know, um, email flow.
1: Yeah, so the, the abandoned car flow, uh, as I mentioned, is a pretty you know huge flow for us uh, throughout the year. It, it drives a lot of revenue and, and it brings people back to their shopping cart and, and, and you know um, drives a lot of conversions. So we knew we had a really prime opportunity there to take advantage of that. Only not only because it's a top performing flow, but just given the you know conversion rates we experience and the amount of traffic that we are expecting to the cart. Um, we knew we had a lot of opportunity to really beef up that flow and keep all of our messaging consistent with, you know, the advertising touchpoints and the email campaigns that we were sending out. So we essentially just, um, you know, uh, and before uh, the promo started and during the strategy phase, we we printed out all of the flows and campaigns that we wanted to use and just kind of walked ourselves through the process uh, as a customer would. And just injected the you know, some consistent messaging that pivoted off of what we were saying in our campaign emails uh, and just made things uh, consistent and clear with everything that we were doing uh, and all these other touch points.
0: That makes sense, makes sense because um, yes, I, I you know I, I worked with some brands over you know I, I don't do you know, email marketing, but um, you know they're like, can they, sorry, um, I sorry have to jet out um, we need to sort of fix our abandoned it was an afterthought. Right. Um, but the fact that it was in your plan, you know, just makes it, you know, very deliberate and, you know, um, these are keys to, to, to your success. Okay. And then, um, the, the pseudo, you know, welcome series you talked about, um, what, what did you, did you again do the same thing, repeat the same thing you did in the abandoned cart, you know, flow?
1: Yeah, so a a similar strategy. Uh, We knew that with this promo, we were going to be driving. You know, if we did everything right, we were going to be driving a lot of new customers um, and also a lot of return customers. So we knew that um, since we were running the promotion for seven days, we had the opportunity to you know kind of play off that and and massage that language in, in these welcome series emails that we have. So we essentially created uh, two welcome series um, or promotional welcome series email uh, flows, uh, one for new customers and one for return customers. And again, we just kind of just made sure that the messaging was consistent with what they had received prior, whether they were seeing an ad online or or clicking through a campaign email, and just making sure that everything was consistent and. uh, we were encouraging people to, you know, thanking them for their purchase, whether it was a first or return, and then letting them know that this promotion was running for a week. And then they, they had a golden opportunity to you know, essentially double down on the promotion and, and buy another pair during the, the period for, you know, their significant other or their friends or their family. And really kind of started going into that like December gift guide kind of mode um, because we're assuming that these people were probably buying sunglasses for themselves. Uh, for the most part. So we knew that given the length of the promo, we had an opportunity to drive some uh, additional sales from these new and returned customers, and we actually saw some pretty good success in people placing their first order or placing an order during Black Friday and then receiving these new uh, updated welcome series and then placing uh, a second order within a couple of days of their first. So um, we really you know, try to double down on the opportunities that we had at our disposal, but we didn't want to make things too complicated or complex. So we kept it simple with these welcome series and abandoned cart updates um, that really you know, helped us push the needle.
0: That's super to to have, you know, repeat purchases, you know, within a Black Friday promotion period, you know, um, you you can't ask for more. Okie dokie. So um, of the seven or so um, emails you sent, email campaigns you sent, um, where did you see, where did traffic and, you know, revenue sort of peak? Was it at the start, the first you know, um, announcement email or was it more towards the end, the last chance you know, um, email?
1: So um, from a traffic standpoint, uh, we definitely saw the most traffic come from the Black Friday launch email that we sent out on Black Friday. Um, and then um, you know, uh, uh, another big push uh, on the Cyber Monday launch email that we sent on Monday. Um, Those are definitely huge uh, drivers in revenue and conversion. Um, But we also um, saw a lot of revenue come out of the email that we sent on Saturday after Black Friday. um, That was essentially like a Black Friday extended email. Um, You know, we were kind of operating under the assumption, as I said, that there's going to be a lot of noise, a lot of emails and inboxes on Black Friday. Um, So we wanted to send just a little bit of a reminder that this promo was still running on Saturday and we saw a decent amount of revenue come out of that after people kind of let the the dust settle on the the standard black friday promotions that they're taking advantage of and you just kind of gave them the opportunity to to get that order in uh, after you know they were you know done buying their iPads and TVs and whatever
0: and this yeah absolutely and there's also the angle that you know a lot of people returned you know to work um, at some point, you know, um, by by you know, by by the Monday or the Tuesday, and you know, the, you know, their the shopping mode had to have, you know t- tune down a little bit. Um, uh, super interesting, you know. I'm um, I, I, I'm assuming you know a lot of people saw more traffic and um, sales over the weekend. Okie dokie, and then on on just really briefly on the um, Facebook front, um, what 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 were you, I know I asked you earlier but um, what, what really worked for you on, on Facebook? Uh,
1: yeah, so Facebook, uh, I'd say one of the, the the biggest wins that we had uh, in advertising through that um, was actually through the uh, Klaviyo Facebook integration, which essentially allows us to create different types of uh, customer segments based off of uh, different criteria such as repeat customers, VIP customers, or specific styles purchased, um, and then we were able to integrate those segments and create lists off them in Facebook and then get creative and copy and messaging to those people that you know built off of who they were, whether they purchased multiple pairs or they purchased a particular style. So we were able to take this information and kind of use it to our advantage to get the right message in front of the right person. Uh, And then we were able to take those audiences, um, some of the bigger, more VIP segments that we created, uh, and create lookalikes off those in Facebook, and use those in our prospecting campaign to, to get our ads and our message and our promotion in front of some new eyes and some new audiences through Facebook. Um, and that played a really pivotal role in both acquiring new customers and also kind of flooding our remarketing um, phase of the funnel, which is always a, a huge revenue driver for us. So um, we, you know, kind of just took things in an approach from a prospecting and remarketing standpoint, and just try to figure out how you know how we wanted people to to work through that process and engage with our, our website and our product, and then continue to message them in a way that wasn't too aggressive or over the top, but just kind of gave the, the right information at the right time.
0: Well, it's, it's it's very fascinating how integrated you know today email is with Facebook advertising, and you know the fact that you could use the VIP list um, to retarget and also create lookalike audiences within Facebook you know I think it's one of the most underrated the fact that you can create segments you know based on so many variables in Klaviyo is one of the most underrated you know features you know marketers are not using you know well enough because you can think about so many other variables within your business whether it's you know people purchasing a certain type of you know product and then you know creating that custom audience for it and then you know just tailoring ads really 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 targeted ads on Facebook towards them so you know kudos see you guys okie dokie is there any other thing i haven't covered here you know around you know the black friday event you want to share any other tips you know any final you know um you know tips you you have um you you want to give the audience around like black friday and your experience in 2018
1: yeah uh, you know through my experience and i guess um you know, Some of the advice or recommendations I, I would have is um, just plan. Uh, put the time and the effort in into making sure that all your touch points are considered, and and put yourself in, in the shoes of your customer and, and just try to figure out how they're going to be engaging with your brand and your creative, whether it's through uh, paid advertising channels or email marketing channels. And just try to create a very simple, cohesive story just to get people through the process in a way that educates them, but doesn't overwhelm them with with too much information, uh, and also just keep things simple. Uh, there's in the digital marketing world, there's a lot of uh, opportunities and channels that you can take advantage of. But if you try to force too much through too many channels and you, you find yourself, you know, kind of overwhelmed with everything, uh, take a step back and and focus on the things that drive the most revenue and and do those well, rather than spread yourself thin across multiple channels, uh, at half speed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. Really. Rich, thank you so much um, for, uh, for 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 coming on the show, to sharing your tips, your experience, and actually recording this interview twice. The second time, um, which is interesting. Um, so, thank you so much. Um, how can people, you know, reach out, you know, to you um, if if they, you know, um, if they, they wanted to ask you a question to just, you know, follow you on um, social or um, you know, what's the best way for people to, to reach out to you?
1: Yeah, if uh, anyone would like to reach out to me um, about anything e-commerce or email marketing, digital marketing, whatever, um, anything related to those uh, to those fields, uh, feel free to email me at rich at sunsky dot com. Um, yeah, uh, I'm happy to to help out or discuss anything um, you know e-commerce related. Awesome, thank you so much, Rich. Again,
0: have a good one. No worries. You too. So. That was a wrap on this week's episode of 2x e-commerce. Remember you can catch me every week.